0: Hey there, before we get into our Dune episode, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to all of our new patrons over at patreon.com forward slash the thecinemile. So uh, a big thank you to to you, Oliver Martel, to Kyle De Bruin, uh, to Max, to Lucy Creedon, to Brendan Curran, Tom Goodfellow, Tobias Hansen, Nuala Dormer, Catherine Maloney, and Emily Montague. Thank you all so much for Uh, Joining our Patreon page and subscribing for uh, 2 or £3 a month Where you can get access to uh, more than 30 retro movie reviews Loads of TV reviews including our weekly Succession Season 3 episodes So that's patreon.com forward slash The Cinemile Hi it's Dave here, this is my wife Cathy Hello This is The Cinemile, the podcast where we walk home from the movies We're going to see a movie, it's called Doom A little movie called Doom.
1: Yeah. A little
0: movie that could. (laughs) It finally got released. This and No Time to Die. Both due last year, I believe.
1: Are you excited for Doom? Yeah. This is
0: by um, uh, renowned Canadian sci-fi filmmaker, Denny Villeneuve.
1: Yeah, you're obsessed with him, right? As
0: I think his name is pronounced. (laughs)
1: I don't think so. Um,
0: (laughs) So this is the dude that made... um, Arrival, which was my favorite movie of the year that it, it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made Blade Runner 2049, which was my favorite movie of the year that that came out. Really? Uh, yeah. You said exactly what you said when I said it was my favorite <laughs> movie that
1: year. <laughs> I mean, I like it. <laughs> Go back it.
0: and check that out. Um, and he also made other great movies such as Passengers and Sicario. Uh, he's an awesome, awesome director and talent. So, yeah, I'm, this is one of those ones where you show up. Um, for the director right for me that's the, he's become he's the event
1: yeah uh, I'm, I'm, I really like him as a director and um, in terms of Dune itself I'm not I'm not I know it's like a you know a cult classic and a huge thing but for me I've read like I think I've read about half the book and gave up And then I've never seen the original movie. What about you? You've read the book, right? I've
0: read uh, the first book and I read half the second book and then I gave up. So I (laughs) I think I got a bit further than you. And that's ten years ago, so my memory is somewhat sketchy. But I remember really enjoying it. It's got, um, you know, it's a big, epic uh, book. It's uh, grand in scale. Uh, It's all about... uh, Plot—it's uh, all about plot. It's got plot. It's got plot, plotting. A fantastic
1: book it's review. It's got plotting
0: and intrigue, and it's very sort of a, um, spe- a big space opera. So, like, I'm—I'm I'm excited about. It. Have it's you got seen the worms. movie? It's
1: the original movie. David. I've Lynch, seen right? it, but
0: not for a long time. I, right. I didn't think much of it. Yeah, I've never uh, seen think, it. Now that's a cult classic. I think the book <laughs> is just regarded as a as a classic. I think the David Lynch thing is a cult classic. Right. It's a bit odd. Well, anyway, Um, I'm like... Sting is in it wearing a nappy.
1: Because it's... What's his name? Denis Villeneuve.
0: Denis Villeneuve.
1: Right. That's not how you say it. It's it's
0: Villeneuve. It's French. He's anyway, Canadian. I
1: can't say it, didn't even but because it's him, I'm interested, and obviously all the hype, and of course Oscar Isaac, who is my. There's wife, a you love.
0: great cast in this. Yeah. My God, let's rattle them off. Yeah, you got Oscar Isaac uh, playing the older, sexy gentleman. Yeah, can't as wait. He is, as he is now typecast as. <laughs>
1: um,
0: you've got um, uh, Rebecca Ferguson. T- Rebecca Ferguson, thank you. Who's awesome in everything? Oh, Kickass. Uh, female Timothy, what's
1: his name? Timothy lala. I don't... I'm another
0: Another French name. Mali <laughs> I think, his name. I'm curious
1: is. to see him as a lead, because...
0: Have you seen him in anything?
1: He, um... walking n- the wrong way?
0: No, not the right.
1: um, He... I've seen him in Little Women, right?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And, no, he is someone that, like, people are obsessed
0: with, right? Timmy, Timmy Chalamalala.
1: He's literally, like, <laughs> the new... He's everywhere. He's like the new Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Yeah, exactly.
0: Right? He's this teen heartthrob. But it's that, my, and I feel really out of touch. I feel really out of touch because <laughs> I'm like, who is he? I watched him on <laughs> Little Women and I was
1: like, this is a prepubescent child. <laughs> like, I cannot believe people fancy him this much. Like, How could you
0: say that about Timmy Shilly Me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Basically, I, it's like when I see people on TikTok who have like five million followers and like all they do is like a dance. That uh, that loop for fifteen seconds, and I'm like, I don't understand why people are watching this. Oh, but I with him, I'm like, I don't understand why people fancy him. Well, it's the kind of
0: thing where, like in 1996, it was appropriate for teenage you to have a crush on uh, Leo DiCaprio as he slid off that <laughs> that wardrobe <laughs> into the ocean depths of the ocean. But it is not appropriate for 36 year old you to be crushing on yeah, prepubescent he's Timmy. But he's Millie. not
1: actually prepubescent. The well, he's he's a man what is he? 20. He's a man. Like, it would be appropriate if, were, if I found him attractive. If you were all
0: thirsty over, like, a 20-year-old skinny boy, I'd <laughs>
1: be what a I mean. concerned. That's skinny boy. I don't yeah. get it. Anyway, so I'm interested to see him as the lead because, I mean, he's certainly good in Middle Women. Like, he's not done anything wrong in that movie. He's just, I don't get it. So I'm curious to see him as the lead.
0: I've never, I don't think I've seen him in anything
1: you probably have. Um, he's gonna he's be Willy French, Wonka.
0: Is, he's in the French Dispatch at the same time. He's he's double billing it. at did the Did you cinema. see he's
1: playing young Willy Wonka? I did. In the which, Willy Wonka which, You know,
0: he to be fair, I have no interest in that movie, and it can go <laughs> go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, who wants that? But um, but he looks the part. To be fair to him. I mean, I he's got say, the
1: same hair as Jim. He's Wider, got the hair. If that's what you mean.
0: He's got the hair. He's a skinny <laughs> Timmy. Skinny Timmy playing a Willy.
1: Um, right. Anyway, yeah. So
0: Wait, we've gone way off course.
1: Agree on that no. note, though, I'd rather die than watch the Willy Wonka prequel. Anyway, off to the cinema.
0: Let's go to the cinema.
1: See <laughs> Dune.
0: We are House Atreides. There is no call we do not answer, there is no faith that we betray. Smile, Gurney. I am smiling. The Emperor asks us to bring peace to Arrakis. House Atreides accepts. I know you. There's something awakening in my mind.
1: You need to face your fears. Come with me.
0: You need to be ready. You've never met Harkness before. They're not human. They're brutal. It's Duke's son that sees too much. This is
1: I do. Kill them all.
0: Oh hello, we're back Hello We saw Dune Yeah Part one
1: Yeah, didn't uh, know it was a part shocker. one Shocker
0: <laughs> Excuse me, marketing material You didn't make that clear No uh, It just says Dune on the poster I signed up for Dune And I didn't get Dune I got half a Dune Yeah Right? So, I, I, thought was, I thought that was a sneaky move. I thought I'm not happy, well. Denny Villeneuve. No. Or Timmy Millie. No. You have done one over on me. Now, that said, I had an amazing experience <laughs> and it's a brilliant movie. But I am, I am a little disappointed on that front. A um, little bit of uh, point of order before we crack on. Some housekeeping. Some housekeeping at the top of the show. We uh, somehow didn't end up seeing this movie together due to scheduling conflicts and uh, by
1: scheduling contacts we mean <laughs> conflicts one of us had to mind our children yeah
0: we couldn't get <laughs> couldn't get a babysitter to see Dune part one um, so we went separately so this isn't an, an the immediate review that we like to do here on the yeah. cinema um, I've we seen are it more st-
1: recently than Dave
0: yeah so I saw it uh, three years ago <laughs>
1: <laughs> in a pre-production suite with Denis Villeneuve um,
0: so yeah it's a, it's a few days old for me uh, but it's had time to gestate mm-hmm. um For you, it's pretty fresh, so let's get into it. So, as oh, sorry, hello, welcome to the cinema. If you're it's your first time here, there are no spoilers until we get to Spoiler Street,
1: in this case, Spoiler Sand. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. Um, it was interesting because I was like went to see it on my own, which, by the way, going to cinema on my own is my favorite activity. It's a treat. Yeah. it's a right, sorry. Good.
0: That you prefer that's preferable to you than going with me. Is that what you are saying?
1: Depending on the day. Yesterday. This is, that's
0: not the pe- That's not the hierarchy of my preferences. <laughs>
1: Yesterday my, my, preference, my one true love. My preference was to be alone in the cinema. Like, <laughs> I got it. Okay, fine. Um, the it was interesting because I like had like effectively no expectations of the movie other than everyone said like I saw that people really liked it on Twitter. Um, and and I went at 4pm which I highly recommend Dave went to a late showing got a bit sleepy too sleepy
0: it's, it's not a, it's not it's a sleepy it's a sleepy movie a it's little a bit it's a slow movie I was so tired and it was half 11 and I was just like oh my god
1: I can't <laughs> but if you stay go awake. at 4 o'clock like I did um, it's a slow movie and it kind of it's long but actually in the afternoon, I found that like I really enjoyed that. It really washed over me. It's very atmospheric, like a lot of his films are. And then, in
0: fact, you saw it on a Sunday afternoon, which I think is the ideal time to watch this.
1: Oh yeah, it was. Per- it's a perfect Sunday afternoon film. Yeah. And like I really enjoy the director's movies, like particularly obviously you mentioned Arrival. It definitely feels like it's by the same person who made Arrival. Um, what's interesting is I probably spent the first hour thinking. Yeah, this is nice, this is good. Obviously, the world building's great, and I completely fancy Oscar Isaac. But aside from that, it it felt a bit pointless to me, much like the Little Woman remake last year, starring, said Timothy, where I'd been like, yeah, this is a really good remake. Like, Greta Gerwig's really great, and it's a great movie, but, like, what's the point of it? (laughs) Why are we here? And then, as it went on, the longer it went on, and as the world building really kicked in, and the story... I loved it. I really loved it. I surprised myself by how much I loved it actually. It gets
0: under your skin, doesn't it?
1: It's just like
0: the world building so is right. It's strong. very it's very um it's very well delivered. The the the, the whole there's a lot to, there's a lot to unpack and at times they do rely on sort of there's nothing massively um unconventional or interesting in terms of exposition here. It's a lot, you know, at the beginning it's a lot of like timmy shilly Millie looking at um you know hollow vids of uh, explaining literally something. Yeah, but it's very
1: it. easy to follow, though, and apparently. No, no, the I, first movie isn't. so I, apparently I it's a effective. very yeah, apparently I, it's an un, people had said it was an unfilmable book, so I think how, how clear and easy this was to follow, yeah, speaks very very highly. Very of clear, it's very
0: you get a clear sense of kind of um, all the different factions. You get a clear sense of the characters, who they are, their relationships to each other. I think they, it's a, it, they use that two an, hour, two and a half hours, like very well. To um, space out the plot, yeah, really and give like, a breathing room. Nothing it, felt rushed.
1: It gets it gets going, and I and I got really into it. And like some of the things I really liked about it were like it's very new world, right? It's not something I've really seen before. Obviously, it looks like a lot of other movies, but it, it feels really original on screen. What do you mean by love, new world? Like I just loved the whole world they created in terms of like the spice thing and, like, the sandworms and, like, there's a, there's a machine and it's kind of like some sort of helicopter meets airplane meets something else and it looked like a it's real... Like a dragonfly. Ma- it looked like a real vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, awesome. that just looked real to me. Like, it looked like he shot it on location which makes no sense well, um, that, that, sorry, with real vehicles. I totally agree with you. That's what blew
0: me away about this movie was that at one point I realised at no... At no minute Not not for one minute In this movie did, Could I see A film set Or see Some CG Yeah Right It was entirely Immersive and engrossing Like I believed Every single yeah. frame I just felt like This world existed And that Is an achievement In itself Because I Because you know Because we, we watch So many movies You can easily Be just taken out Of something
1: It's really a big screen so movie quickly. But it's interesting Because we're talking about um, Timothy as the lead And I'm not going to Try and say his surname
0: Chalamet, and, right? and I
1: think he he fits the role actually in that he looks very young and the character yeah. is supposed to be quite young whereas
0: Kyle McLaughlin is <laughs> a full grown ass man and
1: obviously um, we don't know if there's going to be a part two yet because weirdly they haven't announced it but I was thinking if they haven't filmed it yet he's surely going to at some point actually start looking like a man yeah like and he's going to be- look dramatically older between the movies, so I'm presuming they're going to make a second movie because like be they put so much It'll be released twelve money. years from now. Like, why didn't they just film them back to back? I don't know. I can't believe that they haven't greenlit
0: it. It is crazy. Like I think maybe got- they're just maybe they're try- trying to see how the numbers do at the weekend. Yeah,
1: but like from a cost perspective, like with Lord of the Rings or whatever, you d- you do them together. Maybe you they pull d- down all the sets, get all the maybe they filmed
0: it, but they haven't. Um, no, they haven't filmed it. They haven't even filmed no, it. No, oh, because I wow. looked it up
1: because I was like, well, presumably it's I was thinking like presumably they've already made it and it's going to release it next year it's like no they haven't even made it yet Yeah. so bizarre do a matrix on it it just seems really odd to me that they haven't made it already because I think part of his charm is that he does look so young and is very convincing in the role from I, that perspective and that's going to be lost I gotta say
0: I thought he was really good
1: I thought and he was really good really too. really yeah. good
0: just convincingly um, uncertain convincingly Uh, pubescent as you described (laughs) him, like I bought him as a teenager right or whatever he's supposed to be like late teen and he's in that
1: role like a Luke Luke Skywalker or a Harry Potter where it's like someone who's almost like their destiny is out of their control, and they're just kind of like along for the ride to be a hero, and like. But he expresses frustration
0: that. at that. Yeah, it's and, hard and, to
1: do that without agent, like to have a character with kind of no agency and to keep them interesting. And I thought he did a good job of it. Yeah,
0: I thought he was really good as well. On that note about the whole destiny thing and all that, I got like with, with, without going into spoilers, there's what, what what's interesting to me watching this back. It's a sixty year old book, right? Mm-hmm. And the actual plot and the characters are actually really like archetypal and very like the, the, I wasn't I was watching it again because it's been 10 years since I read it and I was watching this thinking like I kind of feel like I'd seen all these people a thousand times before it is very much just like it's like Game of Thrones in space you know uh, with like an overlay of like destiny and and like well, let's, the let's, chosen one, and there's all these. Well, sort we go of to
1: spoilers and then we can talk about yeah, sure, archetypes sure. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, spoiler full spoilers on spoiler sand for Dune part uno. Um, I think...
0: Yes, spoiler. Another spoil, spoil, spoil. quick spoil. We're spoiling. We're spoiling. Turn off your headphones. Don't
1: get angry with us if it's now spoiled. We give you loads of warnings. You'd yeah. be amazed if people actually get really angry after you've given them warnings that you then spoil something. That's why
0: we're continuing to stress <laughs> this very long warning.
1: Also, by the way, this is a 60-year-old property, so we shouldn't be too worried. Yeah. Anyway, you know the kind of stuff where, like... Your dad dies and then you're on a journey. Oh, what? What was slightly fun the about dad this was dies? unusual that he went on the journey then with his mom, right? Um, like no, unusual I'd that the mum would have been on journeys no, with my <laughs> in these kind of movies. But we have to talk about. Um, I thought
0: that was unusual as well. Actually, you're right because what normally cool. happens is both parents die, exactly. and you have uh, the orphan child, like or the Luke Skywalker without his aunt and uncle, or or the said, Harry Potter or orphan. Harry, Harry it's Potter very orphan, very right. common. They have character. to learn their. Their craft without the help, of, but he's got his mother, who's also the expert um, witch, which I loved. I loved all that. I, stuff. Loved, I loved like the voice put your the hand in the
1: box, Timothy! Yeah. Um, oh, the
0: box! That's one thing that, that stuck with me from the book, and that is really well done here. Yeah,
1: really well done. I thought yeah. he acted being in pain very well. He did, yeah. didn't he? Like I
0: get, I get why why everyone is thirsty for for Timmy now.
1: He's really, <laughs> he's got,
0: he's a very just like Leonardo DiCaprio was at that age. He's a really. Really capable He's and no interesting actor. Leo. Though
1: actor. he doesn't have the floppy hair. Give him
0: another twenty years, <laughs> we'll be watching him being mauled by a bear or
1: <laughs> whatever. And um, but his hair, I have to say, by side note, is actually fabulous. It's just not a floppy nineties hair. But I just can we talk about Oscar Isaac, please, and how amazing he is. First yeah. of all, love that he is like overlord of like a planet. Also like an incredible pilot Like that scene When he goes and rescues He's awesome All those like He's 20 people From that sand thing Right That was so cool So
0: cool But just does it effortlessly stuff. Like there's men down there And
1: I'm like but, You're like, the duke of a whole planet Whatever I couldn't figure it out And I loved
0: all his Like fatherly advice to You know he 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 was You know He was again This archetypal Perfect Kind of father And like um, uh, like really noble leader but I bought into that I'm like I was there for all the archetypes what
1: about the reveal like towards the end that him and the mum weren't married and she was his concubine <gasps> I know <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: they were and living in sin I that love whole that, time I love
1: that he said to him. Um, to the son to Timothy oh I just want you to be my son whereas the mom's like no no you are the the chosen one (laughs) yeah the mom's (laughs) like I have much bigger plans for you but I love all the stuff with Oscar Isaac being the pilot and then I really enjoyed Oscar Isaac's death scene where he had the tooth thing that he let off oh so good that was so good and also
0: the betrayal I didn't remember any of that as far as I know um, the movie is Quite faithful to the source material. I
1: mean, I'm presuming so based um, on nothing. But I didn't.
0: I didn't remember any of that, and that took me by surprise. That uh, the betrayal. What and about the, the creature? Oh, design? How got it? Can we just talk about Still that whole? Stellan oh, Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård was <laughs> awesome. And it took creepy. me so long
1: to recognise him. Yeah. the voice.
0: Really good. Yeah,
1: I love um, when he just kind of. He's kind of a merman what's going on with the bottom of his Bird body man. I don't know what he is
0: he was floating I think he's levitating from all the spice because he's I think he's consumed so much spice right that he is like supernatural you do
1: it with some spice it seems to be incredible unless oh, you're Timothy best. and you're allergic to it and then it's absolute zero crack <laughs> <laughs> him
0: and his i tell you what I wasn't enjoying was him having the same bloody waking dream over and over of again. Of manic pixie dream Zen- girl. Zendaya uh, flitting through the desert. Um, I And, enjoyed and also that. I was a little confused at his dreams. He was having conversations with people in his dreams which um, I, th- were, I thought were going to be like things that are going to come to pass. But then they weren't. They were, you know, he was conversing with people he would la- who would later die without having done any of those things. Yeah,
1: I really enjoyed that. It was almost like... I think, I think it was like he was seeing dual possibilities
0: yeah and I'm sure and loved, this is all explained in the book that I don't remember there but. was all sorts of
1: creepy voices whispering but I couldn't quite understand but I really enjoyed that kind of bit of a twist for us whereby they hand, he had to take the knife and actually kill the man but he didn't want to kill him and like he offered him mercy and stuff I really enjoyed that whole fight scene and I lo- I think Zendaya is really great and I think one of the reasons they had to do all the flash forwards was because like she's a huge huge movie star and like can't really just not have her in the movie <laughs> yeah. when she's going to be a huge part of it. movie. She's all over the
0: press for this movie as well. Yeah that?
1: so I think they just had to act genuinely insert her a lot like for that reason because otherwise she'd have only been in ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed all the stuff when him and his mom were down like underground with those guys. Uh, with The Freeman? The woman, what she was like the land oh, surveyor, yeah, so she, or the botanist, you know, or something. The, the woman
0: between two people. And, yeah, 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 all that
1: stuff where she was. She like, was awesome. And like the stuff about the emperor and how she was like, I'm faithful to the emperor, but like this is wrong. Like what I didn't really understand, and again, it doesn't really matter. But like. Why did the Emperor go to such lengths to destroy this family? Like, why didn't he just destroy them on their own planet? Well. Like, why give them another one? Fuck it up. Ruin everything just to kill this family?
0: Because they were a threat to him because they're. Because um, obviously, like, Oscar Isaac is the most awesome noble leader ever, right? Yeah. So House of Treaties was a threat to the Emperor. And so. But he can't just outright kill them for no reason because that they have so much support, right? So that would look bad. Okay. So he. Does uh, so he manipulates it. Also, it looks like he's giving them loads of favour by giving them this amazing source of the galaxy. But he knows and secretly funds with his army um, House Arcanes Arcan- or H- Harkanon, What are they called? The Oh, Don't ask me. Um, the Stellan Skarsgård floating Dave Batista crew. Um, he funds them uh, to and helps them go in and take the planet back. So it's their war, which they're happy. Right. So it's them them taking down House of Treat is not the Emperor.
1: It was such like right. that whole like oh we didn't even discuss the fact that Jason Momoa was like Timothy's bodyguard or whatever. Loved him in it. I liked him yeah. I really liked the whole idea that like only women ever have this voice to compel. So when Timothy and his mom were captured and they're in the airplane and they gag her but they don't gag him and then he's able to get the right tone. I like enjoyed that we build up to him getting the right voice Yeah, and then he uses it And then also the fact that when him and his mom were doing like their secret sign language, I just loved all the stuff with him and his mom, and that is very unusual to see a uh, a son-mother relationship like this on screen, right? Where they're like total allies and like, Basically and and kick-ass each ass other. allies, yeah. and I
0: loved all the like the the sandworms created such like threat.
1: Oh my god! I was like, "There's so much threat in this movie," and then you've the sandworms. Yeah,
0: they were, it's an awesome threat. It's one of the like standout like features of the book, and the um, just him and his mother like um, doing the sand shuffle through the desert, like that, the, all that stuff with them out in the this like treacherous terrain that's trying to kill them I, I was like found really fascinating and then watching them trying to navigate this uh, strange people the freemen um, and it, like and I feel like all of that it makes really interesting elements for Dune Part 2 which I'm obviously like well signed up oh
1: for. and also just like we have to wrap up because we're collecting the kids now but um, I really enjoyed like and this is probably from the book but the stuff about like how you have suits and tents that like you're in this incredibly hot climate where they make it very clear you'd be dead within two hours, and then the suit or the tent will like capture all your sweat and tears yeah. for you to like drink them back. It's brilliant. That's so interesting, well, like, really. and also disgusting. And I
0: love, and I love the, I love that there's so much good world building in this that is like, you know, great ideas from the source novel, but then just visualised by Denny Villeneuve and his production team so yeah. amazingly. Um,
1: it looks so good and I actually think you know the way the aesthetic
0: of everything was just so like (laughs) clean (laughs) and
1: sparse I wish you would seen it in IMAX
0: I wish I really wish I had to like the screen wasn't big enough and I was too far back from it it is
1: on um, HBO Max in the States actually but I don't think it's on VOD over here is it I think it's just in the cinema here
0: yeah I think cinema only but I I believe that he fought hard like uh, Christopher Nolan to have it as a theatrical exclusive. So, are you sure it's on HBO Yeah, Max?
1: definitely on HBO Oh, wow, okay. Yeah.
0: He's probably not happy about that.
1: And um, But also, it will ha- you know, it will help the numbers. Like, you get a bit of both now, kind of best of both, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, I would like I could talk about it all day, to be honest, you saw all the world-building stuff, but we have to go. But, it like, just for so, me, just, it was such a pleasant surprise. Do you know what
0: was so... It was just so, like, big. Like, yeah. I got a sense of scale, everything. You know, there's giant spaceships, people standing in front of them. Like, he's he's got a real eye for like creating scale yeah, and also but just the scale of the galaxy felt felt big right with just by the nature of the plot and all the political and it justified
1: it's running time and only being a part one honestly to me because like for example you show that bit at the start when he's watching that like video the hologram video that talks about the snake walk right which is really interesting then him and his mom are actually on the desert doing it then we need to see the effect of like what happens if there's a regular sound, what that actually does, like how quickly the sandworms come out, which is immediately. We need time to see all that, like, and that's not ten minutes wasted. That's actually an awesome ten minutes when you put it all together yeah. right, to see. It's, a, re- it's like, a really
0: economical two hours and two hours and, and the thirty fact minutes. See, so him
1: and his mom are being like hunted down, trying to be killed. They're, his dad's been killed. All this awful stuff's happened and now you have to worry about this fecking walk because if you don't walk right, you're going to be killed by a yeah, snake yeah. and I love those thumper things that like make this consistent noise that attract
0: them and I so, love- so that you can hook on and ride them and so the really cool. cool
1: women the woman of, from the emperor who he ended up killing but like when she knew that she was about to go down and she just started thumping on the sand with her hand I love that when they all fell into the sand that was amazing yeah, so good. but we have to go but please let us know your thoughts on Dune if you liked it as much as we did Um, Yeah,
0: we're at The Cinemile, at The Cinemile on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. uh, Or email us at thecinemile at gmail.com. And we do love chatting with you guys. Let us know what you think. And
1: head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe and leave us five stars. We would greatly appreciate that. Um, And or,
0: if you're watching Succession, uh, then we're doing weekly episodes for that over on our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash The Cinemile. And we're we're two episodes from the end of Squid Game. So we're going to do a whole thing on that. Ready well.
1: to go. Right. Yeah. Bye.
0: All right. Bye.
1: You give
0: ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What do you do when no is watching. What do you do that makes you happy for no reason at all? What are you obsessed with? I'm Leslie Arfin, and I'm a writer, but I'm also a dancer, a painter, a vapor, a dollhouse enthusiast, and basically just an overall hobbyist. My podcast, Filling the Void, is all about what other people are fanatically into. We talk about hobbies, even if you don't have one. Listen to Filling the Void on Tuesdays on the Erios Network.